Thanks for tuning in to your day off podcast, hosted by your boys, Corey and Tony. I think by the end of today, I might have another best friend. They're committed to making you fall in love with the hair industry, one podcast at a time. Uh, you're going to grab a lot of information. Yeah, you're going to learn a lot. Presented by Hair Industry. Ladies and gentlemen, this is it. Your day off podcast will begin after a word from our sponsors. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome to your day off. My name is Corey, and of course, I'm sitting with my best friend, Tony. What's up, buddy? What's going on, brother? Nothing. We, uh, I'm really, I'm both scared and excited about our conversation um, today because uh, certainly, you know, growing up in the, in the hair world that you and I grew up in, um, you know, things have certainly shifted um, since day one of our, of our, of our, you know, industry. This topic kind of reminds me of like politics, right? Because uh, it's either you you agree or you disagree right you know and and, and sometimes uh you can be in the middle uh but it's just it's gonna be an interesting conversation and, and it's gonna you know spark people to 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 agree or disagree and and or maybe hopefully uh, i mean listen honestly my position isn't to agree or to disagree it's just to learn more i mean you know we've we've in the last 30 years we've we're talking about retail today and we're talking about you know there's there's a movement to to forgo retail or to put all your retail sales on online and honestly i just kind of want to learn i mean we've we've learned that you know we sell retail by handing it to them off of the shelf and that's how we sell retail and and all that stuff so you know there's like i said there's a shift going um on to you know sell it, sell, I, I, sell I it think online. covid pushed that i think covid uh, I think, yes you know covid pushed uh people selling on retail online and and actually making more money off of it yeah which is kind of crazy and 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 not just the salon owner making money off of it but um but it uh, being well for the uh, for the operators as well. Yeah, and today we're talking to someone who's actually put that in action. Yep. And so, uh, you know, curious uh, to seeing how that that's working. Yeah, I'm I'm definitely I'm one thousand percent a student today. Yeah. You know, like I, I want to learn and and I want to kind of know the ins and the outs and 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 well, we'll get into it. Yeah, want to get in. So our guest today is Rochelle Golden. We've had her on. Um, we did a podcast with her a couple months ago. Please go uh, listen to that, and you'll kind of get what her what her story and what her journey is. Um, she's an amazing, amazing businesswoman. And um, if you listen to the the other one before, it wasn't without um not controversy necessarily, but not without uh you know trouble. Yeah, struggles is struggles, I mean, struggles, how, thank yeah, you. and how how she overcame it, and and just how uh you know her team came. To, together and i mean it's Jump it's a together. pretty yeah it's a pretty great story right. uh i don't know how many people would be able to survive that i know i know two that wouldn't <laughs> yeah <laughs> sitting right here all right cool let's go ahead and get in miss rochelle golden man welcome back to your day off hey guys thank you for having me always man yeah. so so uh, well once again yeah thank you for coming back i can't wait to kind of get into this i mean i know like we talked a little bit off air 
um, last time we talked and, and, and you're kind of, you're, you're setting your salon up to do things a little bit differently. And I'm, I'm completely intrigued. And like, I, like we mentioned before, like I'm a student today, you know, so um, I, I mean, hopefully um, I can put a little pressure on you just to kind of have better understanding, you know what I mean? Of what it is, because you know, we're, what you can't teach old dogs, new tricks. Well, we're, we're a bunch of old dogs that have been in the industry for 30 years. So, uh, you know, we're willing to learn new tricks, but we'll see what happens. Sit, Corey, sit, sit, Ubu, sit. <laughs> that's cool so I, welcome back so uh, kind of give us a, a, a an understanding because it's not just retail but like you've you, you you're you've done your salon to to think about the industry a little bit different just kind of give us some like key points about what you're doing differently in your salon that uh traditional salon um or certainly how, what we did traditionally and, and what triggered it what 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 brought what it on call? right um i i think what brought it on is just the I've been in the industry, this is my 15th year. And I think for so long, like we've just been told and sold to believe these narratives are just the only way. And I think that there is plenty of ways to operate a salon. And I wanted to show myself and my community that you can break the barriers and you can do things differently and you still can thrive and allow a team to soar. So long as you just understand that just because you're doing things differently doesn't mean that you're doing them wrong. Um, so we, we've streamlined our time. We've streamlined our time. We solely charge for time. Now we don't charge for add-ons or anything of that sort. Um, we are essentially gratuity free, meaning everything is as transparent and clean as possible. And we are definitely in the midst of shifting towards a fully present retail based sales system. I mean, online based sales system. Sorry. I'll give you my history a little bit. And that's, um, you know, when I was in a salon, um, we were, we were like a Redken based salon and, and, you know, like L'Oreal products. And, you know, there was our, honestly, actually a couple of salons that we've worked in our retail space was actually bigger than our, than our operating space. Right. We had like a storefront then, and then we worked behind that, which, you know, sounded interesting and, you know, sounds interesting, you know, from a, from a, a client point of view. But then when I got into a studio and I started to realize how expensive, retail was or is not was it's still it's only more expensive now right but once i got in there and then realized it was really really difficult to make any money from it you know and i, and I couldn't understand I, I was missing something in my in my business and i i'm not gonna lie i mean i was kind of beating myself up like what am i missing here you know it cost me ten dollars to bring a bottle in i sell it for ten dollars more i need to use that ten dollars more to then bring a bring a bottle in like i couldn't like where was that it, it seems like I made money from the initial write-off, but at that point, I'm like, I'm, I'm flat. It, 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 it is, where's my thought wrong or right? I personally, I believe it's completely right. I think that it's this hamster wheel that, you know, big brands have forced us to believe. And I think that, you know, um, I know when we were talking about off air, I don't know if this is off air on air when you said, you know, I believe that the pandemic has pushed this forward. Well, yeah. if we really look into consumer behavior, the pandemic has pushed us a decade into the future, essentially. What we're doing now, two, three years later, would have happened seven or eight years later. Um, and I think that, you know, I think I think that the general public of this industry is catching on to, you know, that these old tricks aren't necessarily working anymore. And we kind of have to catch up with the times and everything is essentially about profit, right? We're, we're here to, we're here to make it work. We're, there's something about small business hood that is, it's gritty. And, you know, you, you really have to narrow in on the things that aren't working so that we can make them work. And I think that retail is one of them. So 
so when when you decided that you know what i'm gonna give this a try did you try it yourself or did you like you know what hey team we're gonna do this together uh did you sample it first or did you just everything everything essentially that we do we do as a company um there are small things like that i'll do behind the chair myself but as a team we I would say that the bigger decisions I make, but I very much so integrate their opinion, um, which is why we didn't just, you know, empty shelves and throw them out the window and just fully do this in one shot. But I think as the months go on, I behind the scenes am definitely realizing how much shallower the, the revenue that's coming in for people buying stuff off of our shelves and how quickly it's transferring into becoming an online sale because the reality is right is everybody needs to wash their hair what was that conversation like to your to your staff to your to your to your company to your crew i mean you know change is sometimes is hard i mean so what was that conversation like um i mean i think it was very candid in the way that we're having a conversation i don't sugarcoat things to them i mean i I'm down at their level. And I think that that's, that's what leadership is about. So I just told, I, you know, I told them the same statistics of consumer behavior. We all are hopping on our phones, ordering something from Amazon. So why can't that same, you know, dexterity of our fingers just go right to our website and purchase something that will allow us to generate income in the moments that our doors are locked and closed. I, I'm glad you brought that up because um, another thing that I realized once going into a suite was um, online booking is so important. You know, most, uh, and, and, you know, with our relationship with Schedulicity, you know, we know a couple of statistics and, you know, one of the ones that are, that have always been the most eye opening for me was that 82% of the um, of um, appointments are made after hours, you know? So, so it, it's really, it, it, again, to your point, like, like it's happening at home anyway. So why not, why not, buy from you know rochelle's golden salon then then watch um then you know go to amazon especially if it's just as easy absolutely okay so let, let's get into the nitty-gritty so so you're going online but but because uh, yeah, i mean it, we're titling this kind of like foregoing retail but we're not really foregoing retail what we're doing is we're just we're just you know switching what consumer behaviors are or looking at what con- consumer behaviors are so how the on day one how do we do this? You know, are, are you working with a program? Is, is there, is there a company that's like managing the behind the scenes or how does that work? And, 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 and well, let's get into it. So um, probably back in like March, I just started cold call reaching out to companies, whether it was Instagram or if I had a connect or whatever that looked like. Um, directly, and to, I, what, directly to like a retail company or to like a distributor who would directly to a company like, um, if I can name drop, if that's okay, like Go ahead. I straight up DM'd Amika, I straight up DM'd, um, well, so I do this company hair story and some of them are receptive. Some of them didn't answer, but I mean, essentially it's making them money. So I'm sure that most of them, you know, have, have, have gotten on the, on the same track. Um, and the ones that answered, I just got an affiliate link through them. They will ask you for a little bit. You have to fill out like some information with them. And essentially within minutes, you can start putting that link on your website and selling online. And that's how I started. Mm -hmm. So nothing essentially changed in salon until that back end was set up. I embedded it into our website. I blasted it on socials. I put it on like our link tree on our, on our Instagram. So it was findable from every which way that you were looking for us. 
And then it's just kind of about, you know, pre-training your guests, right? Like, oh, hey, um, I need this, but, oh, we don't have it in store. Give me, you know, pull, scan this QR code. We have QR codes on every station and just help them find it. And it gets there within two to three days. Yeah, that's what I was going to ask you next is like, how did the guest, uh, you know, take to it? I think, I think with any, with any change, it, you know, it's going to always take a minute. They're used to, you know, I, I remember back to five years ago, we'd have people just walk in just to grab stuff off of the retail shelves because they needed stuff. But I do firmly believe that those days are over. I think that we live the lives of multiple people in one life. Like we're so busy all the time. My schedule for today is jam packed until seven 30 tonight. So, you know, we, I don't have time for that. And I would assume that most people don't either. So I think it's just, again, a candid conversation of, you know, we're reducing our carbon footprint one step further without having to ship here, hold it on our shelf, pray that someone purchases inventory. Um, but we're also allowing you to have full access to the lines at actually a much better rate than we're able to give it to you. Because when you're buying it through Amica's affiliate link, you're getting it for cheaper than I'm able to sell it to you. And if you're buying it through something, Salon Interactive is our big one. It's usually a, a little bit more inexpensive as well um, because we have to do the markup from the distributor. They don't. That's that, that's a good point. I mean, they have to pay for the shipping and stuff, though. So, I mean, the, 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 that's actually most of the time. If you order a certain amount, they'll waive shipping. Your first time buying there, they'll waive shipping. There's these random coupons that they throw out all the time. They make it really easy, easy you, quote unquote, to spend money there. So, what what what's Salon Interactive? That was my that's what, that's what I was going to ask. <laughs> so, Salon Interactive is a big hub, essentially, that will work with your distributor to sell retail lines. So I work with two distributors already. I plug in my, dis my distributor ID and I have access to their online portal that I can embed into my House of Gold Salon online retail store. So my question is, you know, like uh, a lot of times you have to carry the whole brand in Salon or, or in your suite. Uh, with Salon Inter Interactive, are you able to carry more brands that you normally uh, would carry? So you can carry any, as many brands as they offer or as little brands as they offer. So personally, we carry a good amount because one, I don't have to purchase a thing. Two, it gives so much diversity to someone that's possibly shopping through us. And three, I mean, why not? You know, like it's there. It's, it's like I, I have an affiliate with with one of our. Um, it, it's one of the smaller distributors, not the one, not the big distributor. And um, and you know, people buy off of there. But what I find. I don't, I don't know if the right word's frustrating, but it's frustrating, right? And what I find frustrating is that they'll only allow me, I can't use their entire inventory. I have to be committed to one, one product or another, and then I can sell that. But I, I, I'm like, this doesn't even make sense to me, you know? And I kind of feel like it's, it's, what's the word? Like when you're trying to grab all the money, you know, instead of being, you know. So I've definitely battled with a distributor brand, a distributor company that's a pretty, actually a very large one in my area and they were trying really hard to get my company to work with them and I told them the only way that I will is if you let me into your salon interactive it's the only way that I will I can I can talk about maybe purchasing color later but if you let me get your brands then I will begin to work with you and they wanted me to, to do a buy-in and this and that and I agree I think that there's just still this level of control that they're trying so hard to hold on to and I just think that you know 
it's 2022. And I think that we just need to understand that we're all working together. There isn't like, there can't be any, what are they, what are the, like, the young kids call it? Like gatekeeping. Like we, we can't be doing that now. Like we just, we, you have to, you have to show your cards. You have to let us work together. And then that boils down into, you know. But you know, Rochelle, I mean, I, I'm gonna call BS a little bit because at the end of the day and, and whoever's listening to this, they're the first ones that are going to go. You know, once the salon interactive thing happens or once once this thing starts to scale itself, which it's going to it's going to happen once it starts to scale itself, we're no longer going to need the distributors. You know, so, I, so I think I, I, I don't agree. I, I don't. I, I mean, I, I think that I'm I, me personally, my yeah. distributor, the guy that I work with all the time is is one of the most valuable assets that I have. He's consistently giving me access to, um, you know, like uh, uh, scorecards for my company that, you know, tell us where we where we stand with purchases and stuff like that. He's the one that readily sends me information when, you know, uh, color lines are starting to swap things out and such. Like, right. I mean, they're they hold a lot of weight, but I think that the retail portion of it has a really large grip that I think they're starting to break through at, and I. I mean, we have to evolve. I mean, as it, I mean, they have to evolve. I mean, it's like back in the day, you used to hunt with a club. Now, if you hunt with a club, you, you're going to be hungry. You know what I mean? So even though they, they might hold that position, they might go. They're going to have to figure it out and evolve to where we are now. Touche. Fair, enough. Great point. Fair enough. Um, All right, cool. So you've you've talked to your staff. You, you've got, by the way, do you know somebody at Salon Interactive? Because I would love to get someone on the podcast. If, do you know a person at Salon Interactive or? or... Um, I do not, but I can work on that behind the scenes for you because shockingly enough, my distributor was the one that hooked me up with them. Right. Um, <laughs> Air fives. He, he's wonderful. He's, yeah. he's really great. Um, but I know that they recently started working with the guy that I work heavily with is through Salon Centric. I, I know that they started, so I, I, I can work with some magic for you. That's awesome. You're amazing. Rochelle. So, um, help me out. You have QR codes. Now, again, going back to the distributor that I work with as far as, as online is that one, they don't pay me, but what they do is they give me like back bar points, which I'm, I gotta be honest, I'm, I'm, I'm fine with, you yeah, know, I work with one company that does exactly that. And, and I'm fine with that. It's just, it's, it's, I, I don't have to claim the money. They take all the tax risk and all that kind of stuff. So I'm okay with that. Um, but what I do like what they do is that they send me, they set me up with a personal, web face you know so it's like my company my business it's all it's all labeled with there and then it looks like i put it together and they did all that work for me are they doing so my question is two questions is are they doing it for your salon but more importantly because you're team-based are they doing it for each individual in your salon or do you have one like house of gold um uh, website that 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 they're accessing through Yep. So uh, same thing. You're allowed to get like you're allowed to brand your page. So our logo is on there. Our information is on there. And then once separate links are given to each team member, it will still be branded to the salon, but it will say that you're shopping under them. Mm, that's pretty cool. Yeah. Uh, OK, a couple a couple. So I, I've made it. I'm going to do Salon Interactive. Um, we'll keep plugging them. <laughs> we'll do Salon Interactive. And um, <laughs> my, my staff is in. We're going to do it. How do you get I mean, there's still something, one, you need to use the product to sell the product. I mean, there's no way around that, you know, so how do you, how are you buying your back bar or how are you having back bar um, available to your staff or do they order their own back bar? Like how is station products? Yeah. Yeah. 
I mean, the same way that we were doing it before, right? That's built into your, your expenses. Um, so I'm still ordering that, but I'm not really ordering it to restock our front shelves. I'm ordering it to restock us and the usage. And then also too, I mean, we do all communication through an outside app. Um, so there's like a channel in there that uh, they're able to put like their ideas into. So let's say Sally, who does not exist, sees a product and loves it and really wants to give it a go. She knows to put it in the channel and then I can order it at our next round of ordering to give it a try. And if we're able to make something work with that company to get it through affiliate, then by all means, let's do it. Because if is Sally a client or is Sally a, an employee? Sally's not a real employee. No, Sally's just a no, no, but you were talking, but, but Sally was an employee. Yes. yes uh, I mean, we, we, exactly. we agree that it's fictional. I just couldn't figure out where the line yes. is. So yes. that's an employee, not a, not a client, not a client. Exactly. Okay. Yep. Okay. That's cool. We talked about something right before we got on and it was kind of mind blowing to me. So I want to, I'm going to, I'm going to give you the ball. Talk about retail and what we're not considering, meaning like you talked about the time that it takes to bring the product in to wipe down shelves and all that. And that, and that, you know, you have to pay someone to do that. Yeah, of course. I mean, I, I think that time is equally currency as much as physically handing somebody money is. And if we have all of this inventory in the front of our shelves, my dad uh, manages the Benjamin Moore store. So I always equate it to him with these thousands and thousands and thousands of gallons of this paint that go from floor to ceiling in his store. Well, while they're a very busy store, extremely busy, you're still holding all of this product, hoping that somebody's gonna walk in and purchase it. That's, that's the whole name of retail, right? Um, and it's the same thing for us. We're hoping, we're hoping that the old stature of putting three products at the front at checkout and hoping that consumer behavior says that they'll take one, we're hoping that they're going to purchase it. So if it's sitting on our shelves, it takes time for us to place it there. It takes time for us to clean it. It takes time for us to order it. It takes time for us to do the inventory on it. It takes time for us to, you know, get the boxes, rip them open and put them away. Um, I think that there's this whole side of things that is costing us money while it just sits there as we hope to sell it. So then we're creating these, you know, incentives and these, you know, games with clients and these giveaways and, you know, these back behind the scenes and, you know, incentives for our team of oh, whoever sells the most retail this week will win 50 bucks or whatever that might be all to just push products so that we can just order more and keep going through this vicious cycle. I mean, after I'm not an economist, certainly, but it almost seems like there's no profit in it. You know, by the time you pay for all of that, you know, and and you know, and now we're also in the age too, where you know people are making you know pretty good livings. I mean, I, I know like locally here, like our um our minimum wage is now over fifteen bucks. You know, so I mean that's fifteen dollars an hour. So you know, if if it takes them two, I mean, it sounds like it could take them like four or five hours. You know, per month to, to do all this or way more. I mean, now, now you're looking at real money. I mean, you know, once you, once you remove that hundred dollars that it costs to bring in, to wipe down, to yada, 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 you know, how much retail is left? Right. Well, and I, and I also think too, that, you know, these parts of things aren't really factored or thought of when we have these conversations of removing retail from the front of our salon and streamlining it into a more, you know, online based type of purchase. Because I think that they see, you know, at the bottom of their report, how much they made that week or that month in retail, but how much did it cost you? How much are you paying out your team? And how long did it actually sit there decreasing in value that, you know, you finally sold it? So I, I, it's, it's, it, it's hard. It's a hard 
it's a hard hamster heart. It's a hard hamster wheel to, to, to get out of for sure. Mm. Rochelle, if I work for you and I sell a product off the shelf, what are, what are you paying? Uh, 10%. 10%. And mm. if, if, if my client buys something from salon interactive using the Corey QR, by the way, I like that. I'm going to, I'm going to coin that Corey <laughs> QR using the Corey QR. What are you paying me? Um, it will be 25%. They don't have their individualized ones yet, but that's coming in September. So it'll be, so oh, they're getting a 15% increase. Uh-huh. It's actually more than 15% though, isn't it? Yeah. If I mean, I, math out, right. Cause if it's anyways, I'll, I'll get lost in for simple math, 15%, right. But right. that's a huge chunk of a difference because if somebody is used to selling five units a day, or let's just say a week, right? And that equals out to a hundred bucks. They were getting 10 bucks prior. They're getting 25 bucks now. That's a big dent of an increase, Yeah. Um, which also, you know, makes it a little bit more wanted and a little bit more talked about and a little bit more sure. pushed, you know? And, and out of that 25%, how much are you taking as, as the salon owner? If they sell it or if the, if, 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 if Corey's <laughs> QR sells it, none. That's awesome. Why? <laughs> I mean, I, I'm trying, yeah, let's, let's think this through. I mean, you yeah. know, I got, I got old school brain on me. So, you know, kind of like, like why, why, what does it cost you? Nothing. So why would I tap into what they're taking? And I think that, you know, we talked about this a little bit off air, but like, I think that this is where the, the mindset of, commission salons has taken a little bit of a tumble and understandably so, but in the same sense, it's like, you can't, you can't live in greed. You can't, we have a business to run. It's our job to run it profitably. It's our job to make a really good, you know, name in our community to do better, to leave the place better than we found it. But it's also our job to make sure that our team thrives. And if I'm putting my hand in everything that they're doing, what does that say about me? Especially if my hand doesn't really belong there. Salon Interactive costs me nothing. It's actually genius on their part, all affiliate links, because you're getting a client to go straight to you. It's bypassing me and going straight to them. So they're making the money off of us just talking about it. Right. Mm -hmm. And then we just get a payout of it as a thank you. So if I'm just getting a payout of it, why would I take some of that from my team when they're behind the chair doing just as much legwork as I am? That's amazing. Yeah. That's, I, I love kudos that. to you. To yeah, be I love that. I, yeah, I love that 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 perspective absolutely. Uh, oh man, I had something. I just lost it. Well, oh, oh, here's my point: is that you know, but she is making money in that sense because she's not paying someone to bring it in. She's not paying someone. She's not paying. And and here's and here's like the aha too is that the salon owner is paying for it to sit on the shelf. That mm-hmm. also nobody takes account for. So square footage that could be making you money. It's like the, the 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 realistic part of this is I have a 1400 square foot salon. Why wouldn't I allow as much of that square footage to make me money every hour that we're open? It's real estate, right? Like every hour that we're open plus every square foot that we have is real estate. Why wouldn't I allow both of those to come together and allow my company to profit to its maximum potential? Okay. Well, well, okay. So on that same, are you going to put new stations in there? Are you going to, um, are you going to buy, buy, are you going to employ, you know, more, um, more stylists? I mean, that's the idea, right? I, that That's the whole, that's the whole thought process is yes. Eventually we remove the things that do not need to be sitting within the walls of my space so that I can, get back to what's most important, which is doing really great hair. Mm-hmm. 
and 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 if you like i'm trying to think of like a retail shelf like that would be like one station right like one retail shelf are you able to generate more money out of that is the business able to generate more money out of that space than it would be having product on the shelf i mean 100 percent. because if we're going back to what we just talked about there's no profit in retail right we're spending ten dollars on a bottle we're selling it for 20 i have to pay out my team 10 percent for selling it so i'm left with about nine dollars to repurchase a ten dollar bottle so realistically it's taking up square footage in my salon it's actually losing me money so this is where i get into really interesting conversations with people when I talk about this um, they're like you know well retail is what affords me to pay my team time off no it doesn't if you pull your q1 your q2 your q3 and your q4 profit and losses you'll realize that maybe you bought stuff in q1 that what you bought the year prior started selling you're just having this influx of cash flowing through your company and you're not really understanding when you spent on that and now that it's gone three months later you know there wasn't a profit there you're just seeing this this amount at the bottom of your uh, of, of your you know monthly statements you know something else to uh to to, to consider it oh, back up i realized after COVID that the hair owner whoever owns a salon is the consumer of products not that not the client and here's what i mean by that is that when 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 the products when when nobody was buying product during the pandemic um the 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 product companies were were happy to send it right to your clients right but as soon as we kind of got out of that they pulled that back and they then they once again used us as the consumer mm-hmm. like no longer sell directly for how, a lot of I mean, how many companies gave affiliate links and then you know Put them away yeah, absolutely. Like I was so happy. I was dancing. I was like, oh, we're kind of moving, we're moving forward because it's obvious that this is the way that 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 the future of business is going to be run. You know, it's it's obvious and it's easy and all that kind of stuff. And then once they pulled that and then go, that's when I I don't know if I'm an idiot or not, but that's when I realized that, oh, I'm the consumer, mm-hmm. not my client. No, we're their end of the line. It's as simple as that. They don't care what happens to the product the What's minute the that we press order. They don't care if we can't sell it and donate it to a women's shelter, which I've done. They don't care if it sits there and collects dust for 24 months. They don't care that because at the end of the day, their portion is done. They've signed, sealed, delivered. So if they have to rethink that, that's a lot for them. And I understand that. I'm very open to that sort of, that side of things as well. But I think understanding that we are their end of the line and our clients are our end of the line, understanding where we all fit within a transactional process. Mm-hmm. I, I, dude, I, I, I love it. I mean, it doesn't, you know, after talking to Rochelle now, it doesn't really make sense to have product on the shelf, at least, at least for me, you know? I mean, everybody's going to go about it in a way that makes sense for them. Do sure. we still have retail on our shelves at this very moment? Yes, because I'm, like I said, I'm not going to throw it out the window and, you know, say, see, I spent money on it. So let's see through what we will. And we have already talked about donating the rest of it when that time comes. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I mean, so you're not ordering people. anything else. I mean, this is this you've made this is your line. Like what's on the shelf when it goes, it's gone. We're not we're not restocking it. If if if, you know, client whoever wants it, then then online. There's one brand that we're still semi restocking there. The other three lines were not. 
So they're getting pretty bare and that's okay. I mean, we had like a huge networking event. We did a product giveaway with, um, with scheduling because realistically the profit that I'm going to make off of the appointment that they're making is going to be far larger than what I would clearly, as we've talked about, make off of selling that one bottle. So interesting ways to get rid of it, but also if a client loves it, reteaching them how to purchase it from us. I, this is, this is so, you know, what else is cool too, is that I had a client that, um, through my, through my affiliate link, I had a client that moved to North Carolina and she still yeah. buys it through that link. Absolutely. And I don't know if that's getting like in like, you know, cause all the distributors have like, you know, like a, like a, a, whatever, a, a square mileage that they can do it. So I don't know if that's violating that at all, but, no. but that'll be it too. No, because at that point it's out of their hands too, but they're also getting really smart in the sense that like, it will allow your client to put themselves on a subscription. So if there's things that they love, it's just this reoccurring income. Like it's, it's why can't we step into the ability to make money when we sleep and embrace the wealth that we deserve to have, right? Mm. From every facet. We don't just need to be standing behind the chair with our hands physically moving and only having one stream of it coming through. I also love you said a subscription base because like, as a as a hairstylist, I could actually grab their phone. I could order for them. I could give them a do. That's it, and then they're done. They don't even. They don't ever have to think about it again. I've done that with so many people. Oh, what are you spraying in my hair? Oh, pull up your phone real quick. Scan that QR code. I'll show you exactly what I'm doing. Yeah. Oh, and you're gonna need this every eight weeks. Bada bing, bada boom. <laughs> yeah. That's it, and that's twenty five percent. Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. Absolutely. Exactly. And it just randomly comes through email. We don't have to do anything. And randomly, you'll get an email. Oh, client, you know, Sally, again, client, not employee, <laughs> through, you know, your affiliate link, and you'll have $17.19 direct deposited into your bank account within the next two business days. Oh, that's another one. So it's direct deposit. So oh, do, yeah. you have to do, do each one of your operators set up their, will they be setting up their own bank account through um, Salon Interactive? Yep. That's so, and then how does the taxes work? So it'll just be as it was income? Yeah. And if they don't sell $600 worth, then there wouldn't be any taxes on it, right? Nope. You know something else, too? I'm sorry. We're, we're going to wrap up in just a sec, but now my brain is spinning a little bit. Mm -hmm. Is also is that, and Rochelle, a lot of people, certainly if you're not a salon owner, you don't understand this, but not only do you, you have to pay taxes on that retail that you give them as well, because what is, is it, FICA? FICA yeah. is what you have to match, right? So, so. You know, so if, if you're an employee and you get paid 10 bucks, you're paying your 30% to the government, but, but in it, is it a full 30 or is it, is it a little bit less percentage wise that my company pays a golden house, like all in all house. So if you pay me, if you pay me $10, yeah. Ori has to spend $30 to the government yeah. and then you also have to pay on that same 10 bucks, right? Yeah. So that also just kills your profit share as well. I mean, so you don't really have that $9 to repurchase that thing to put on the shelf. Which is, why, which is why the conversation always gets extremely interested when you have someone that is so stuck and so gung-ho about retail and how much it makes them because you, it's, it's, a, it's a marathon. It's not a sprint. Whereas a lot of things that we do behind the chair are transactional and we can quote unquote call them sprints, right? I have someone for an hour. I see that money right away. Well, when I purchase retail, right, I purchased it three months ago, it's still sitting there, I then sell it three and a half months later, and the tax portion comes out, you know, quarterly, whatever that might look like payroll, and then whatever I have to pay at the end sales tax, whatever that looks like, there's so many portions to it that 
are a marathon, a long-term gain where nobody's matching up those numbers. They just see the transactional amount. Well, this week we sold $1,100 in retail, right? Well, I guarantee you that you spent more than much more than that. And you're somewhat in the negative somewhere, which means that you're pulling from the profits that you're doing behind the chair. Mm. I love it. Rochelle, I'm, I'm, I'm sold, man. I told you yep. I'm a student and, and, and you educated this old fool, you know, you're the best. I did have a little experience with it, but, but I, but I certainly understand it a lot better now. And I certainly understand it not from a salon studio situation, but for an, an, an entire, cause I always thought too, as a salon, like I couldn't sell enough to keep up, you know, and I thought like the big salons were, but I guess they're in the same game. Just, just, just scaled up. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's I love funny. how you figured out it's te- a team based way of doing it. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, again, I, you know, I'm not asking for anything salon interactive with the way we're dropping your name, but, but they, (laughs) they, they put that together. It gave us the option. So if a company is running under salon interactive and they're not doing that or transitioning to do that, there is the ability to, we're asking, we're asking for an interview. So (laughs) yeah, give it to them. That's awesome. Rochelle, thank you so much. Thanks for uh, lightening these old, these old heads over here. We, we really appreciate you. We appreciate what you're up to. And, and, and I can't wait to talk more because I know we have more controversy coming with Miss Rochelle Golden. Yes. <laughs> she talked about it in the very beginning of this podcast. Mm, I know. We'll get <laughs> I can't wait to get it. Rochelle Golden. Thank you very, very much for joining us on your day off. Thanks for listening. If you enjoyed this episode and you'd like to help support the podcast, share it with friends, give us a rating and drop a review to listen to all the latest podcasts. Please subscribe from your favorite podcast outlet and to stay connected on and off the show. You can follow us at hair Street on Instagram and all other social media platforms. Thanks again. And we'll see you next time. Peace and love.